Years ago, there was a TV show that I was obsessed with. I was much younger. The show came out a long time ago. And this show was called Beast Wars Transformers. For those of you who don't know, Transformers is a TV show where basically robots are hiding among us as everyday objects, such as cars, fire trucks, things like that. And in one of the iterations of the shows, these robots hid not as cars, but as animals. My favorite Beast Wars character was named Cheetor, and you may have guessed, Cheetor hid as a cheetah. I loved that character so much that every day, all I could think about was saving up enough money to buy a Cheetor action figure. And you press one button somewhere on the character's body and they turn into a cheetah. If you press the button again, they turn into a giant robot. I wanted that toy so bad, and finally, I saved up enough money, and I got the character. I was so excited. It was amazing. It was novel. It was new. And I played with it every day for about two weeks. And then it just didn't seem as appealing. It wasn't that it was bad or that something had happened, but the original luster to play with that toy, to even really interact with that character, just kind of went away. Well, I still liked them. I still thought they were a great character. I just wasn't as excited anymore. But let's be honest, none of you came here to listen to me prattle on about action figures I used to play with. However, the idea remains the same in relationships. But in relationships, we have a word for it. It's called puppy love. Puppy love, at least in my definition of the word, is the first month to maybe six months, and if you're lucky, up to a year of newness in a relationship. And it's not uncommon to see this also happening in reconciliation situations as well. It's basically when the person that we're dating is just amazing, and everything they do is amazing. They can do no wrong. And this can be usually harmless. Sometimes it can grow into something a bit more unhealthy, and that's called limerence, and we've spoken about limerence before in the form of intrusive thoughts where we can basically not even go an hour without thinking of this person. But puppy love is, for the most part, pretty innocent. A lot of the time, I hear of situations where someone's going through a breakup and they're watching their partner date someone new. And as you all know, that can be incredibly painful because what do we see our former partner doing with this new person? Where they're gushing about them, they're sharing hundreds of pictures of them on social media, which, of course, we know we shouldn't be checking, but we're only human, right? And I'll get the question time and time again, is this it? Look at this person. Look at how amazing my partner thinks they are, and they must be so much better than me. And it's at that moment where I have to really remind people that, look, it's a new relationship. It's novel. It's brand new. There's puppy love. You got it. They got it. Sometimes relationships don't have it at all. But that does not mean that the relationship is not good or invalid in some way. So the purpose of me saying this is not to give you hope, nor is it to give you doom. It's just to discuss something that we often forget about when relationships are new. And that is that puppy love, excitement, newness, novelty, whatever word you want to apply to it. It's something incredibly normal. And you are normal for feeling it. And even if you don't feel it, that's okay too. That doesn't mean that the relationship is bad or that you aren't compatible with the other person. What puppy love boils down to is basically excitement. So the next follow-up question that I usually get is, how can I make sure 
that in a new relationship situation or dating situation, whatever it may be, I don't lose myself in this relationship. I stay on top of it. That way I know that I'm making wise decisions for myself, for my relationship, and ultimately that I'm having this thing be balanced instead of being so picked up in the whirlwind of this new thing and the excitement of this new person that I don't basically do what I've done in the past, which is overvalue them and put them on a pedestal. And the answer is just continue the personal work. You see, I want you to think of a relationship as a pillar in your life. It's certainly important and it certainly helps hold you up, but it cannot be the only thing holding you up. There needs to be other pillars. So perhaps one of the pillars might be physical fitness. One of the pillars is mental health. Another one, very important pillar, is your social and family life. And all of these pillars together hold up who we are and create bits of our personality and bits of our life circumstances and help us self-actualize. But if one of those pillars fall, no big deal. There's four or five, and if you're lucky, maybe even six other pillars rushing in to hold us up. But in relationships, especially if we're not careful, we slowly diminish and weaken the other pillars so that one particular pillar, the relationship, can grow and become stronger. And then what happens? Slowly the other pillars begin to crumble and fall, and more and more weight is put on this one pillar, the relationship pillar. And then the next thing we know, that pillar begins to crumble too, because too much weight, too much importance, too much heaviness is added on top of it. As Esther Perel says, we expect our partners to be our best friends, our lovers, our defenders, our counselors. Is it any wonder that relationships crumble with all of those expectations on them? So our job is to continue to focus on ourselves so that we can continue having balance across all of the pillars. It can seem particularly challenging in newer relationships because we're so excited, thanks to puppy love, with this new person. All we want to do is spend all of our time, attention, affection with them. And it's understandable because brand new relationships feel really good. They're really exciting. The person makes you smile and feel things that you haven't felt in a long time. But that doesn't mean that we are supposed to abandon all the other things that help keep us sane, level-headed, and feeling all right. So what I would do is, if you're in a newer relationship or even a relationship where you kind of acknowledge that you're doing this. Pick two days each week to not see the other person and just call them personal days. Treat the relationship like a job. And for most nine to five jobs that I know, you're given two days off every week. So treat the relationship along the same lines. And this is just a job you happen to enjoy. You like spending time at your job, but it's just as important for the sake of balance that you spend time away from your job. And when you're spending time away from your job, the other person, you're reinvesting your focus, even just a couple hours a day, into those other pillars and the maintenance. Call a couple of friends you haven't spoken to in a while. Maybe have a barbecue if COVID's not too bad in your area. Maybe go out to the gym or pick up the guitar. Something along those lines. It's simple self-awareness. And one of the best ways to stay self-aware is working with your counselor. And of course, if you need a counselor, I'm sponsored by BetterHelp, which is a company that provides counselors to everybody. So just go to betterhelp.com slash Rory to get a discount. And the other thing that works, at least for me, really well is journaling. And yeah, 
sometimes I don't want to journal. But I push through because I know it's good for me, and much like exercise, I'll always be glad that I did. So 15, 20 minutes of journaling and just asking yourself, hey, am I doing a good job here? Am I staying in check with the things that I need to do? Folks, I don't know about you, but I've been through really bad breakups in the past, and those really bad breakups were actually really amazing opportunities for me to figure out who I needed to become to make me happy and to have balance. If we're able to self-actualize and maintain that balance, you'll be surprised how effortless romantic relationships will really be. Not only that, but we'll enjoy the balance so much that we'll intrinsically want to continue this feeling. It will be effortless to go to the gym and talk to a counselor and hang out with friends and all the stuff I always mention because it brings good feelings and we want more good feelings. It no longer feels like work. So as always, it's important to have that balance as a means of having happier, healthy relationships with others, including romantic relationships, but more importantly, having healthy relationships with ourselves. I'm glad that this topic's been brought up, and of course, you guys are going to have another video tomorrow. And I just wanted to thank you all for being members and subscribers and followers, etc. of the Love Chat. As always, if you need coaching, I'm always available, and I'm giving a discount right now. So head to thelovechat.net slash coaching and type in the code TLC2021 for 15% off all voice coaching. It's always great to have you guys here, and I'll talk to you all next time.